Hey, I'm Chelsea Swift and welcome to my live podcast. The truth is it's so easy to take our days for granted, to put your dreams on the shelf for the sake of the day to day, to overlook the beauty all around us. But sometimes just hearing a turn of phrase, a bit of wit and wisdom at the right moment can totally reopen your eyes and mind to the wonders all around you and the wonders inside yourself. My goal is to be here to inspire you, remind you, and hopefully motivate you into creating your best day with intention and purpose. So without further ado, let's transform your day by transforming you. Welcome to Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. Our spiritual pep talk begins now. What's up, guys? Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Today, I am talking about the art of allowing positivity into your life. It's really more like five ways to retrain your brain, but I feel like based off the last podcast that I did, which was really more of a friendly reminder, like, hey, today is here, is now, is all there is. I feel like this really pairs nicely if you just listen to that podcast and you're like, okay, I'm feeling it, I'm getting back into the zone, but I need a little bit of positivity. I felt like this would be a great podcast to throw down. So a couple things, I think a lot of people write in and they ask me a lot of questions about retraining your brain and positivity and what are you reading right now and all these different things. So to start out, first of all, you can always hit me up on Instagram, chelsea.swift. You can also give me feedback on my website, chelseaswiftblog.com. A little box pops up so you can write in for the weekly anonymous advice, stuff like that. Um, And that's where you can also give feedback or ask questions like what books are you reading? Or um, I really like this episode. Do you have something that you could recommend along with it? The second thing was my second book is out and I had a lot of questions about what that actually is. It is a daily positive gratitude journal. It's basically two minutes to invest in mindfulness. Um, so in the morning, you basically write down you know, your big dreams, your goals, how, how you're going to make today amazing, some I am affirmations, and you also have a quote for the day. I think what's nice about it is after you're done the journal, you can actually keep it as a quote book just because I put a lot of thought and um positive energy into the quotes that I picked out and kind of designed and hand selected. So for me, I put really powerful quotes that make me center in and think and get back into my space of positive consciousness, not just positive consciousness, but like in doing all things with love. And it really does center me for the day. So that journal can be found on Amazon. Just go to amazon.com. You can type in my name, Chelsea Swift. And I think if you Google, somebody actually reached out to me. They were like, if you Google Chelsea Swift journal, it actually will pop up. So it's a daily positive gratitude journal. It basically is exactly what it sounds like. You're going to open it. You're going to feel really positive. You're going to have a quote for the day and you have a two minute exercise. Not even you just quickly jot down, you know, here's my big dreams, my big goals. Here's how I'm going to make today amazing. Um, You know, here's my I am affirmations. And then of course, you actually go back later in the day and you write down, you know, things that made your day, 
you replay scenarios, you know, any type of scenarios that didn't go right in your day, you're actually going to play them going correctly or how you would have liked them to play out. And then you're also going to write down any goals that you have for the next day. Um, so it really sets you up for success. So if you're looking for a journal, I would highly advise that you order mine. But of course, there are plenty of amazing journals out there. Um, so just go to amazon.com, type in my name, find my journal. The next thing I'm going to say is on my YouTube channel, I am doing book reviews. So I just did a book review on The Power. I did a book review on... I think the second one was the voice of knowledge. And the next one that I have coming up is the magic of thinking big. So my YouTube channel is quickly going to be turning into more of, I love doing the morning pep talks with you guys. I'm going to keep doing that, but I've had a lot of requests on like what type of books do you read? And it's a lot easier for me to do a video about a book than it is to do a podcast about a book, if that makes sense. Um, just because I feel like, you know, it, it, it's just the overall, you've got to see the book cover and, and flip to certain pages. I'll, I'll be able to show you things that I'm talking about. So I think it's more of a display thing. Um, so yeah, check out my YouTube channel. That's Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. Now we're going to dive into what I have for you today, which is five exercises and tips on how to retrain your brain. So I'm going to give you some information on the art of allowing positivity into your life. And then I'm going to give you exercises that you can follow up with. So you're like, what does that mean? I'm basically going to tell you, here's the positive theory of allowing this into your life. And here's how you actually make that happen. Like here's how we retrain the slopes in your mind. So let's get started. Number one, to allow the universe, and you can put in whatever makes you feel comfortable. All religions are welcome. So let's just get into it. You know how I feel about that. Um, so to allow the universe, God, Buddha, Jesus, whatever is working through you, love, to allow the universe to move you in your life to a happier and better way of thinking and living and being you need to look around you and appreciate the good things that are here and now. And the reason I bring this up is there are so many times where we are complaining about the things that we don't like. And as a human being, I relate to that so much, especially with the pandemic. I was like, of course I would start a marketing consulting business as we hit a pandemic. Like, of course I would do that. But you know what? Instead of complaining, I realized that that was just going to bring more of what I did not want. Right. And so it's kind of this like little game in the beginning where you need to train your brain how to think the opposite, but it's not a natural process in the beginning. So to allow the universe to move you in the direction that you want to go, which is a happier, better life where you are thinking and feeling really good all the time. You need to look around you right now and appreciate the good things that are here and now. So my tip here, and I guess the exercise, and again, if you're driving, if you're walking, if you are on an elliptical, if you are, you know, on a treadmill, like don't stop what you're doing. You can come back to this and, you know, write these down later. But the exercise is to write down five beautiful things around you right now in your space, in your center, wherever you are, if you're in your living room, if you're in your kitchen, if you're in your 
you know, Zen Den, if you're in your bedroom, doesn't matter if you're in your office, wherever it is, write down five beautiful things around you right now. And then write down five blessings of where you are. For example, life is peaceful or I am healthy or I am grateful for my spouse or I am grateful that I have legs. There are things in your life that you just don't appreciate because they've become so mundane. Like for example, having a hot shower, having a cooked meal, um, you know, sleeping in a warm bed, um, having a home, you know, simply having a roof over your head. There are just things that I think we don't appreciate because, well, those are all natural, normal things that we should have, but those are not normal, natural things in third world, third world countries, second world countries, and so on and so forth. So if you have things around you that you can find that are beautiful and you can also capitalize on the blessings in your life, then that is going to help you become happier and become more grateful and begin to appreciate the simple things like just doing the dishes. So that leads me into kind of my next thing, which is dissatisfaction will not bring the happier and the better into your life. Dissatisfaction roots you into the spot where you currently are. So anybody thinking like this is wah wah zuzu, like this is something that I don't want to get into, toxic positivity. We kind of talked about it yesterday, right? But here is basically your two options. It's not about saying that one thing is not taking place and another thing is not taking place. It's not saying that like you didn't have trauma as a child or a bad thing has never happened to you. It's not not acknowledging that. What it's doing is you are separating that from your present moment and you are getting back to a space that you own it. You know what I'm saying? So that's our quote for today. We're getting back to a present moment and helping you own it. So really think about the two options that you have here. You can appreciate the good things in your life here and now and train your mind to move you in a direction towards a happier, better, prosperous life. Or you can root yourself in dissatisfaction, complain about the things that you are dissatisfied with, and that will continuously root you in the spot where you currently are and where you don't want to be, right? So again, those two exercises are to write down five beautiful things around you right now. If you're at work and you're listening to this, five beautiful things around you right now. You can find them. Write down five blessings of where you are in your life here and today. Maybe you lost your job, but you were able to collect unemployment. Maybe you lost your home, but you were able to move in with friends and spend more time. Like there's always light on the other side of something seemingly dark. It doesn't mean you're not going through something, but what it does mean is you're able to adapt and shift into, and not just shift into, but like transform what's happening to you, right? Because there's two avenues. You can look at it like, oh my God, I lost my home. So now I have to live with friends and I'm a bum and I'm sleeping on the couch. Or you could say, how amazing is it that I have friends that took me in and now I get to spend not just quality time with them, but like, I'm so gracious for that. I'm so grateful that I have friends like that. Do you know what I'm saying? There are two ways of looking at that. 
And so that's what I'm trying to help you with. If you continuously root yourself into, into this dissatisfied attitude, it's going to keep you stuck in the very place that you don't want to be. So the second thing is appreciation attracts appreciation. And now again, I never want to get law of attraction on you. I feel like it's played out. I feel like manifestation is trending. And to be completely honest, I feel like there are so many energy blocks when it comes to manifesting because that is what manifesting is. So it's really like deal with your energy first, deal with your yin and yang first, deal with the light and the dark first, and then think about manifesting. But I feel like because it's so trendy and it's such a trendy topic, I try to stay away from it. But there is something to be said for appreciation. Um, appreciation attracts appreciation. You ever notice that you appreciate your spouse and it immediately lights them up and it, and it, and it like is, um, almost like a magnet, it will magnetize back to you. All of a sudden they appreciate you too, right? So it's kind of like monkey see, monkey do. And I believe that with appreciation. So do things with love is kind of the vibe when I think about appreciating things. And let me just say it like this. Appreciate your yard as you rake the leaves. You could go outside and be like, fuck, I have to rake the leaves. And like, we've all been there. Don't get me wrong. I've There have been plenty of times where, and I was actually just making this joke the other day, but there's plenty of times where I, at the time was remodeling, um, you know, our house and I was going to work and I was trying to work out plus make dinner and run errands. And like, so between my little fucking part-time construction job, do you think I wanted to go outside and rake the leaves? No, but I immediately realized that a, there are so many different ways to look at this. And B, I should just be grateful and highlight what's nice about this, which is it's a nice day. At least the sun is out. It's not going to take that long. So I just tried to like put love into it. And that's all I'm saying when I say appreciate your life because appreciate your yard as you rake the leaves. It just means like you're doing it with a different attitude and you're applying love and appreciation and gratitude. So appreciate your car as you clean it out. Again, things you don't want to do. But if you're like, damn, like I love my car. My car is fire, flames. I love it. You know, if you're taking care of your things and appreciating it, it will, it will amplify its value in general. But when you take care of things, they last, right? So same thing as you wash your dishes. And again, like these are things you don't want to do. And I make this joke all the time. We all have dishes, right? Because we all have shit we don't want to do. But as you wash the dishes, like, do you remember what it was like to have like four plates, right? Like, I don't know about anybody else out there, but do you remember what it was like to have like four plates? Do you remember what it was like to eat off paper plates? Do you remember what it was like to be bougie as fuck? Like I remember. So I personally, as I'm washing out like my nice glasses and like putting my plates away, I'm very grateful for my life. I'm very grateful for my dishes. And I think that's the difference is when you apply that level of appreciation and love towards things, that's what magnetizes in your life. But if you're doing the dishes and you're just pissed off and slamming them, that's a completely different energetic vibe. You know what I mean? So vibe out. Appreciation attracts appreciation. So for this exercise, what I would encourage you to do 
is list 10 things you appreciate today. And the simpler, the better. So if you're thinking that you need to appreciate like, oh my God, I got this like promotion at work. No, just appreciate the very small, simple things in your life. Because again, even something like not appreciating your spouse, you know, you could be together for like a long time. So you like forget to appreciate your spouse. It's like, that should be a no brainer to you. You know what I mean? Just little things like that. Just be fucking grateful. Are your parents alive? Be grateful. Like there are just things in life. I think we don't appreciate until they're gone. And I'm not being morbid because I think yesterday I kept being like, guys, what are you doing? Like, stop waiting for tomorrow. You don't know if it's going to happen, but it's true. It's like, today is the day to be the best version of you. Today is the day to appreciate somebody, to tell them that you love them, to tell them that you care about them. You know what I mean? Today is the fucking day to do that. It's not when you feel like it because that time may pass and you may never do it. And that's why I always encourage you to just like get up, do it, get it done, all the good things. So the exercise here, just because me personally, I love books that give me a little bit of work to do. Like I love, I love a good book with a workbook and you're like, well, what the fuck? That's basically school. But I really do. I love when a book has like some exercises, like try this exercise, see how you feel. So that's why I'm giving you a couple of exercises that I personally do every day. Um, just because it will change your relationship with your day. It will change your relationship with your energy and it will change your relationship with your mindset and the energy that you're going to attract into your life. So list 10 things that you appreciate, but most importantly, try to apply appreciation to the things that you don't want to do. Like, for example, you're like, oh, we'll name something, Chelsea. Um, like we had the windiest day ever. <laughs> I think my like patio furniture was like going everywhere. I think my trash barrel was like halfway across the neighbor's yard. Like I had to go out there and like clean everything up. It's not exactly like my favorite thing to do, but do you think I did that in, a, in an aggressive manner? Absolutely not. I picked up my furniture like they were babies because they are. I like placed them very nicely. When I put the trash back, I put something like took my time to put something heavier on it to make sure it doesn't blow away again. You know what I mean? It's like how you do things is so important because it's expressing a level of appreciation that is more of an energetic thing than it is a verbal thing or even an action thing. So the next thing I'm going to say is belief creates your life. So watch your words both in and out of your mind. If you hear yourself saying something you do not want to say, switch it immediately and rephrase your sentence with words of what you want. Now, the reason I included this is I get this question all the time. You know, I have these negative thoughts and what do I do? And honestly, I always say this. I'm like, I'm always like, if you can, if you, if you can do it, get a therapist. There's nothing wrong with a therapist. Therapy is fucking amazing. You can sit down and you can say whatever the fuck you want about anything. And nobody's there to judge you. They're, they're there to like work it out with you. It's awesome. I don't know why people like act like therapy is a bad thing. It's, it's like fucking, it's like the new brunch. When you turn 30 and you go to therapy, it's like the new mimosa brunch. Like I swear to God, like instead of being at brunch, 
doing the mimosa thing, complaining and talking shit about people. You just, you go to therapy and you actually come out of it with something. So it's like the new like brunch, I swear to God. So anyways, therapy is the new brunch. And if you can't afford a therapist, again, there are so many ways. There's so many journals that you can pick up. There's books you can pick up. There's workbooks you can pick up. You can go on YouTube. You can listen to actual therapists talk to you. You can type in things that you're dealing with. And a bunch of people have a bunch of content out there that's free and completely, you know, helpful to your needs and your mindset. But one of the main strategies that I hear over and over again from a lot of different books that I've read, and I'm talking different books. I'm talking like books from like 1900s, 1800, like very, very early upwards to seat of the soul backwards to, you know, something that was written in the 1500s. So I'm telling you right now, I've read a lot about psychology. I've read a lot about, you know, energy healing and different things like that, your mindset, all these different things. And there's, I can't even tell you how many times this particular topic is mentioned that when you hear something negative in your mind, right? Swap it with a phrase that is the opposite or something positive. So they say, if you think one negative, replace it with three positives. The reason that's so powerful is you are intentionally creating a new truth for your mind and you're intentionally taking back control of your mind and you're saying, we don't go down that slope or we don't think that way. What we actually think is this. And so it gives you a little bit of power. Now, at first, it feels like a lie. At first, it feels awkward as fuck. You're like, I'm talking to myself. But then afterwards, you start to automatically change your mind by yourself. Like your brain will actually do it for you because each day you have new brain cells that are looking for new information. So if a complaint comes up and you think something negative about something about somebody, and I'll just give you an example. Let's say you hate your boss and he pops into your mind or she pops into your mind and you think, wow, I fucking hate that person. You stop and you say three things that are nice. And it might pain you at first to find three things, but you've got to find three things. And then the next day you do the same thing. The complaint comes up. Wow, I really fucking hate this person. And then you go, no, I actually, I really like them. And I really, you know, that one time that they bought me a coffee, that was really nice. And that one time they gave me a compliment that was super cool. And you know what I mean? And then over time, 20, 30, 60, 90, six months later, you won't even recognize yourself because not only will you no longer have that negative thought playing in your head, but you'll have nothing but nice things to say about your boss. Because the truth is, if you can't say anything nice, you're better off saying nothing at all. We've we've all heard that. Maybe your parent has said it to you. Maybe a teacher said it to you. Maybe a coach said it to you. But at one point, we all heard, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And the reason that's important is that affects you. That doesn't affect anybody else. That affects you mentally. So don't complain and bitch about people. If you can't stand somebody, you're better off just not talking about them than talking about them. And if you are going to talk about them, say something positive. And again, it might feel like a lie. It might pain you. Your ego might literally die. Like, no, we really hate this person. But you've got to find something, some type of common ground 
to stamp out that negativity. So belief creates life. So watch your words both in and out of your mind. Everything that you say, everything that you think is so important. So if you hear yourself say something that you don't want to, that you know is creating a negative vibration within your realm of existence, switch it immediately and replace it with a sentence that you want to say, that you would rather say. And at first you're like, no, I, I don't like that person. I really want to say what the fuck I want to say. But I'm telling you over time, over years grown, you start to understand that that only holds you back in life, that those thoughts only bother you, right? That's why they say forgiveness is like the best gift you can give yourself because when you forgive somebody, it's a release from your own mindset. It's a release from your own energetic mind patterns. And what you do is you give yourself the gift of ease, the gift of peace, right? They're no longer on your mind. They don't bother you at all. So the exercise here is to write down, and this is going to seem a little opposite. So let me help you with this. So write down 10 negative truths, quote unquote, quote unquote, quote unquote, negative truths in your current reality. So write down 10 things that you're like, you know what? I fucking hate this person or whatever it is. I hate this customer. I hate my boss. I hate that. Like write down 10 negative things. Maybe you hate yourself. Write that down. Now cross them out and rewrite it. So this is going to train you on a day-to-day -day basis. If you can't do it every single time, don't feel bad. It actually is going to take you a lot longer than 21 days to form this habit. So take your time with this. Write down 10 negative things that you're thinking, that you're feeling. It can be about yourself. It can be about your spouse. It can be about your kids. It can be about anything in life. It can be about the pandemic. It can be about politics. It can be about sports. It could be about a fucking celebrity that you don't even know, but you like hate them and you have a lot to say. So that's what I'm trying to help you with is anything that's negative right now, write down your 10 negative truths and then cross them out and rewrite it in a positive light. Say something different. This is exactly how you retrain your brain. A lot of times people are like, yeah, so I say a negative and then I have to say three positives and they completely, they like push that to the side because they've heard it so many times that they're like, oh, well, that doesn't work, but you've never tried to apply it. You know what I'm saying? Like the first step in applying it is actually writing it down because you have to get in touch with what you're actually being negative about or your quote unquote negative truths. And the reason I say truths is to you, they feel real, but they're actually imaginary and made up in your own mind. To you, it feels so real to hate your boss. For you, it feels so real to have this heart, you know, this anger against your parents. Or for you, it feels so real to have such a anger towards that falling out with that friend. But when you write it down and then rewrite it, what you're doing is you're changing the narrative and you're helping yourself create a new pathway towards a peaceful mindset. And you're also teaching your brain not to even fucking go there. Like why even go into the land of misery? Close that chapter, close that door completely. You don't have anything bad to say about anybody because the reality is 
that is only going to drag you down. So the next thing I'm going to say is every single religion speaks of gratitude and gives thanks. So maybe you're like, well, I'm not religious. I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist. That's fine. Every single successful person talks about gratitude and giving thanks. This is why Einstein said, thank you a hundred times a day. So practice saying thank you, even for a negative. I learned this trick when I was younger and I was trying to change my relationship with money. I was in sales at, at the time. And anybody that's in sales knows what I'm talking about right now. You have to have like a mind of gold when you're in sales. It just, you have to have a very strong, positive mindset. It's, it needs to be a part of your DNA if you're going to be in sales. And what I decided to do is when I would get a bill in the mail, instead of having this um, almost stomach turning thing, right? Because it's like, great, that's more of my salary that I have to spend on my bill. But the reality is my cable bill would come in or my electric bill would come in, come in. And I'd be like, thank you for the electricity. Like I would actually write that. I would write, thank you for electric this electricity. I'm so grateful for this invention. I would like write that on the bill. And then I'd also write paid with a smiley face, like paid, like it's so easy to pay this, right? And what's so funny is with that exercise over time, I became, I began to manage my money better. I began to have a better attitude towards paying my bills instead of feeling so negative and depressed about, oh, okay, I made this much this week and this much went to bills and this much went to rent and this much went to groceries. Instead of doing that shit, I started to really realize that like these things enhance my lifestyle and my way of being, and I need to be grateful. So I started saying thank you, even for the quote unquote negative things at the time, like a bill, right? Like who says thank you for a bill? I do. And I actually still do it, which is like a weird thing. Like my fiance the other day found a bill and I had written thank you. And then I wrote paid and he was like, did you pay this? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, why did you write thank you? And I'm like, it's just something I've been doing since I could remember. So anyways, it's a great practice. Um, and then also, you know, sip your coffee and say thank you. You know, write out 25 thank yous today. It can be for health. It can be for the sun. It could be for your parents. You know, thank you for keeping me alive, right? Like, you know, if you're, especially if you're a parent now, you know how hard it is. So that's what I'm saying. Just say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you it will really change your life and up your level of positivity. So the exercise for today is say thank you a hundred times if you can, but start with 25, write out 25 thank yous. I do it every single morning. I actually write out a hundred thank yous every single morning. Sometimes I even write out a letter to people. You don't have to send it, but you say thank you. Thank you for this wisdom. Thank you for being my friend at this point in my life. Like so grateful for you or whatever it is. And the reason that's so important is when you have this list of things that you could just go on and on and on about that you are so thankful for, there's no room for complaining. There's no room for you to be negative. You know what I mean? You fill your mind up so much with things like, I'm, I have so much to be grateful for. There's so much to appreciate. There's so much to discover. You put yourself in a whole new realm of like, this is how I live now. And it shifts your energy. And so anybody thinking like, oh my God, well, 
you know, how do you just shift your energy? I personally, and I talked about this before, I think toxic positivity became a thing when people didn't want to work on themselves. I think it became a thing when they read a positive quote and didn't feel positive at the time. And then they called it toxic. And I just don't believe that that's fact. I think there's sometimes you need to be off social media for like three fucking weeks and just go into your Zen den and meditate and do yoga and drink tea and read books and do your fucking thing. Like everybody's got their own energy healing path, whatever. But I just, for me personally, I think that if you want to be a positive person, you've got to do the work and you've got to put in the work. There are so many days, by the way. So I get this question a lot too. Like, you know, why are you so positive and all these different things? It does not mean that bad things don't happen to me. Like today, for example, I was walking down the stairs and I pulled the muscle in my leg. And now when I say this, you're like, oh, you pulled your muscle. Like no one feels bad for you. No, I've pulled my muscle before in sports. Like we've all played sports. We've fucking pulled a muscle. It's not a big deal. We've all pulled our groin at some point. It's not a big deal. I'm talking, I thought my fucking leg broke. That's how bad I pulled this muscle. I'm not even kidding. It was like from my kneecap all the way up to my hip bone. And I lit, you know, when you get the wind knocked out of you from pain, that's what it felt like. Just fucking pure. And I happen to be saging my home by the way. So I'm like, okay, I don't know what demon just kicked me in the fucking leg, but I was saging my home, literally clearing the space. I'm like, oh, we're going to have like our, you know, our nephews were coming over. So I'm like, we're going to have the kids over later. I'm going to sage the house. And I fucking, my fucked up my leg, dude, fucked up my leg. Okay. So I'm laying there. I can't move my leg. I was about to like, you know, get my day started, work out, jump on emails, do my thing. And I'm fucking laying there like an asshole with my leg out literally crying because I'm in so much pain. I can't fucking move it. And I'm like down for the count. And now you're like, what does this have to do with the podcast? Um, I'm now podcasting to you about being positive. Do you know what I was doing? I was saying to myself every day and every way I get better and better every day and every way I get better and better. And I was fucking like putting a healing crystal on it. I still had the sage in my hand. So I was like saging around it. And I'm not going to say my legs better. You're like, wow, you're a healer. You healed your leg in like two minutes. No, it still fucking hurts. But you know what? When things happen to you, negative things, you can wallow in it and you can be a little bitch and you can say, I broke my leg. And, you know, have your Beyonce moment, which she says, if you get knocked down, if your fucking leg hurts, if you almost break your leg falling down the stairs, that's fine. Take that five minutes, but then get back up. And that's all I'm trying to help you with today is if you strengthen your mentality when stupid shit like that happens, it just doesn't affect you on that level. I could have leaned in, leaned into that. I could have been, I could have milked that. I could have like screamed for my fiance and been like, I need you to put me in the bath. Like I could have totally milked the situation. I'm well aware, but I had things to do people. And at the end of the day, it's all about how you think about things. And I'm not sitting here saying that's like the worst thing that's ever happened to me, but I am saying that on a day-to-day basis, of course I have shit that goes wrong. There's been so many days, especially in the pandemic, that I know everyone will feel me on this, where you just go in the bathroom and you just start crying because you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you feel like you're in a twilight zone. There have been times I've been standing in the grocery store trying not to cry because 
I'm so overwhelmed with everything that's going on. So for anyone listening, thinking like, oh my God, you're so positive and whatever. It's, it's me training myself every day to do that. It does not mean that I have, I don't have these moments where I want to give up or like I said, just lay on the ground and cry for my fiance to like, come, come like scoop me up and put me in the tub. Like, yeah, I have those fucking moments too, but you know what? I don't lean into it. I don't lean into bad moments because I just know that like, it's just a moment it's going to pass. Right. And it may be uncomfortable, but I'm okay with it. Like I'm okay with having great times. I'm okay with having bad times. I think once you experience both and you train your mind a little bit, you start to realize like, Oh shit, I can just focus on here and now, no matter what it is and try to stay in a state of calm. And the only way you can do that is if you work on your mindset. So I'm just telling you, I used to be the type of person that would get in traffic and race people through the light. And like, if you cut me off, I would give you the finger and like seriously want to fight you. So if you're thinking I'm being preachy, I'm being teachy. Like it took me a long time to learn how to calm down, how to be nice, how to be cooperative, how to be all these different things that I am now. So what you want to do is write out what you're most thankful for. And when you start to fill your mind with things that you're thankful for, that you're grateful for, that you appreciate, you just don't have time to be negative. You just don't have time to complain. You just don't have time to whine. Right. And so that was kind of the whole point of bringing that up is when you are so filled with positivity, you, you even realize, and like for me personally, hurting my leg, I wasn't able to work out today. And I just viewed that as like, okay, I'm supposed to rest. That's how I viewed that. Instead of saying, oh my God, I hurt my leg and now I can't work out. And now, and who knows when it's going to feel better, but I'm not even putting that like label on myself. I'm not like, now I'm going to be out of the gym for a week. What the fuck? Like, I'm not even thinking like that. I'm just like, okay, I hurt my leg. I can't work out. That's just probably a sign from the universe that I need to slow down a little bit and just relax and whatever. So I didn't take it as this thing, as this like, oh my God, tragic thing. But I guess I bring it up because the old me that wasn't grateful, that wasn't thankful, that wasn't filled up with all this positivity probably would have viewed it that way. I probably would have been pissed. I couldn't go to the gym. I probably would have forced myself to go to the gym with one leg, like, and do arms and abs or something. But, you know, centering into my peace, I've realized that like, shit comes up, it happens, you got to flow with it and be as positive as you can possibly be. So if you are busy saying thank you, even when it's hard to say thank you, right? Like I hurt my leg. I'm like, thank you. Now I get to rest a little bit, right? Thank you. And also saying things like, thank you for my healing. I keep rubbing my leg all day long. And I say, thank you for my healing. Like I just pretend it's healed. Who knows? I could have very well fucking like broke something here, but I'm walking on it. It's fine. Anyways, number five, intend it. Intending before a car ride that the traffic will flow effortlessly, that you will be relaxed, happy, and arrive on perfect time. The reason I bring this up is it's one of the most powerful things that you can do is set an intention. Intending for me is like mending. Okay. So like when I think intention, some people are like, what's your intention, right? And like, really think about it. Think about a dad answering a door and his daughter's 16. He's like, 
what's this kid's intention, right? That means like, what the fuck are you trying to do, right? What's your preconceived notions here? What's your thoughts on what's going to unfold here tonight, right? You're going to have her back for 10 o'clock. Like, are you going to be a good guy? So the thing is intending how I view that intending something is like mending something. You're mending something in your mind. It's like mending a, mending a garden. So most people don't even allow themselves to intentionally create a positive experience for either fear or illusion. So intend it. Intentions are like, for me, when intentions are pure, things will always prosper. You're always going to get something positive. So if you're simply saying, I, I'd like to have a wonderful day, I'd like to intend to have an amazing day, that's a pure thought. So just intend for a safe flight, an easy car ride, a great work day, an amazing delivery, a beautiful moment. Picture it, visualize it every day. So a great exercise that you can use that I personally use is I set a positive intention at least three times a day. Now you're like, why do you do that three times a day? The first is in the morning. I intend to have an amazing day. The second could be maybe there's an interaction that didn't go well, whether that is um, with, could be with anything. But let's say something didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. I set an intention towards like that person or that client or whatever to change the frequency of that dynamic. So I set a better intention. Or even if I start to hit traffic or something, I don't start stressing about the traffic. I start to intend that there's no traffic. And I start to visualize that I'm the only car on the road and all the other cars just seem to go where they need to go. So set a positive intention at least three times today. Instead of picturing traffic, picture no cars in sight. Instead of picturing your workday going slow, picture it being exciting and fun. Do you see what I'm saying with this? That's why I say to set an intention three times a day because you can do it throughout the day. On your way to work as you are experiencing no traffic because you set that intention that there will not be traffic, that it's going to be easy, it's going to flow, it's going to be effortless. You also, instead of thinking, today's going to suck, it's going to go by so slow, um, whatever you're thinking, you're going to go, today's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. I love today. I'm so excited to get to work, right? Instead of picturing your spouse mad at you when you get home from work, picture them happy to see you. Picture them excited, that enthusiasm. Picture it until you can feel it. And that's the magic of setting an intention. It really works when you intentionally, it's not predict, but you intentionally put your energy into what you want. That's a real intention. It's not just like, I hope I have a good day. That's being hopeful. Setting an intention is like, I intend for this to become my reality. So I'm going to do another book review on YouTube. You can check out my YouTube. I've done The Power by Rhonda Burns, and I've also done um, The Voice of Knowledge. So I've done those two books already, and the next book I'm going to do is The Magic of Thinking Big. But one of the things I wanted to share that I felt like it partnered very well with this podcast it's just two different perspectives. And I just want to read this to you because I feel like it's important just to kind of wrap this up. Um, and I'll go through the exercises really quick again, 
just to um, refresh your memory. Um, but basically, on page 97 and 98, he has what's called a test to measure the size of your thinking. And I want to read this to you because I want you to see where you're at. So as you do these exercises, maybe this is something you can take with you. So again, this is the magic of thinking big and it's on page 97 and 98. So let's, for example, say the category. So he has situation, the petty thinkers approach and the big thinkers approach. So let's just say progress, for example, is the situation. And the first belief would be believes in retrenchment or at best the status quo. The big thinkers approach believes in expansion. So when you're thinking about progress, what do you think about? You think about status quo, you think about being average, do you believe in expansion? Future, do you view the future as limited? That would be one way of thinking. Or do you see the future as very promising? right? Do you set no limits on that? And you see all possibilities. Work. Do you look for ways to avoid work? Or do you look for more ways and things to do, especially helping others? So what type of worker are you? No matter what you're working on, do you look for ways to avoid work? Or are you looking for more ways and things to do, especially helping others? Competition. Do you compete with the average? Do you compete with the best? Or do you compete with yourself to become the best version of yourself? Now in the book, he actually has like competes with the average versus competes with the best. But I personally, I scratch that out for myself because I don't compete against anybody. I believe you need to compete against yourself and win that war or that battle first and become the best version of yourself if you want to hang with the best and collaborate with the best. But I don't believe in competing against people because we're all part of the same humanity and race. But anyways, do you compete with the average or com even compete with the best would be egotistical in my opinion. Or do you compete with yourself every day? Do you look in the mirror and say, how can I be better today? How can I be a better human being today? Right? Budget problems. Do you figure out ways to save money by cutting down on necessary items? Or do you figure out ways to increase income and buy more of the necessary items? So, so what's your way of budgeting? Do you start slashing and cutting down? Or do you figure out ways to increase your income? Two ways of thinking. Goals. Do you set goals low or do you set your goals high? Goals and vision. Do you see only the short term or are you preoccupied with the long run, right? Are you sprinting or are you marathoning, right? Security. Are you preoccupied with security problems or are you regarding security as a natural companion of success? Companionship. Are you surrounding yourself with petty thinkers or are you surrounding yourself with people that have large progressive ideas? Mistakes. Are you magnifying minor errors and turning them into bigger issues? Or are you ignoring errors of little consequence? And the last two here, conversation. 
Do you talk about the negative qualities of your friends, the economy, your company, and the competition? Or do you talk about the positive qualities of your friends, company, and competition? Expense accounts. Do you figure out ways to increase income through chiseling on expense accounts? Or do you figure out ways to increase income by selling more merchandise? So anyways, again, that is from The Magic of Thinking Big. I'm going to do a full book review. I just wrapped up that book. But that really, for me, that tied into this whole retrain your brain, the art of allowing positivity, because that is just showing you two different ways of viewing the same situation. And he actually gives a great example of, you know, asking an audience, um, do you think that it's possible to eliminate jails within the next 30 years? And how the audience goes nuts over it. Are you crazy? Did you see that thing on the news? You're just going to let murderers and rapists out of jail. Like, what are you nuts? And people have all these things to say as to why it shouldn't happen. But then he redirects them to the question of, well, that really wasn't the question. What I was looking for is a way or maybe even a possibility of how that could happen in 30 years. So what could we do to make sure that that could happen in 30 years? What could we do? And now all of a sudden, the same audience that had all these different things to say are now saying, well, I guess we could open more youth centers. I guess we could apply proper police training. I guess we could help out in lower educational systems and apply more tax dollars towards the school systems. So all of a sudden, the same people that were freaking out saying it can't be done are coming up with possibilities. And what happened? All he did is take the same exact problem and the same exact question and redirect them towards possibility. So I thought that was like a genius thing from this book. I'm going to definitely do a book review um, on my YouTube channel. So again, you can check me out. That's Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. That's on YouTube. And um, just a quick rundown. I'm not going to run down the whole podcast, but basically, number one, if you want to have a happier, better life, if you are stuck in a life right now where you are dissatisfied, just remember that your dissatisfaction will root you to the spot where you currently are and where you don't want to be. So how do you lift yourself out of that? You look around yourself, around your environment right now and appreciate the good things that are here and now. So the exercise number one was to write down five beautiful things around you here and now and write down five blessings of where you are in your life. What is amazing about this point in your life right now? You can always find something. There's always something beautiful and amazing about what you're doing right now. And someday you'll be 80 fucking five. So maybe it's your tits are really high right now. Write it down. Number two, appreciation attra attracts appreciation. Do all things with love. You know, it's not a law of attraction thing. It's an energetic thing. What you do with your energy is so important. So place things down with like love. Like don't just throw something on the table, like put it down. You know what I'm saying? Like just put the pen down or like, you know, put the dishes away, be grateful. And again, it takes time. It takes practice. It's not about preaching. It's about teaching. It took me so long to get this, but I was like, the more I slow down and just enjoy what I'm doing, the more I'm living my life. It doesn't matter if I'm fucking doing the dishes. 
if I'm making dinner, if I'm watering plants, if I'm working on a email campaign, it doesn't fucking matter what I'm doing. If I slow down and hone in on that moment, I can do it with more appreciation. I can do it with more love. And then I'm centered in that moment of like, oh, I, this is my life. This is what I'm doing right now. Like your life is right now. So the exercise for that was to list 10 things that you appreciate. And honestly, if the more you can simplify that, the better. So number three was your belief creates your life. So match your words to your vibe and what you want. And also watch your words both in and out of your mind. So write down 10 negative quote unquote truths that you truly believe right now. Maybe you believe that the president is evil. I want you to write that down. Maybe you believe that politicians are all full of shit. Write that down. Maybe you believe, insert whatever thing is robbing you of peace in your mind and then cross it out and write something that challenges that belief. Over time, you will retrain yourself to think in a positive manner. Again, we talked about it. If you can't say something nice, don't say something at all. Only, if only for yourself. If only for, it helps your own mindset. So the next one was every single religion speaks of gratitude and giving thanks. Even if you are an atheist, this is why Einstein said thank you a hundred times a day. So practicing thank you, even when something quote unquote negative is coming across your desk, maybe something's happening. Maybe it's a lesson you need to learn. I don't know. Just accept that shit with grace. Just be like, thank you. I say thank you for everything. Thank you. Thank you for my pulled muscle today. I guess I needed to, re I guess I needed to relax and I didn't know it. Thank you. Like you just, you have to learn how to get yourself in that state. So write out 25 thank yous today, work up to a hundred. Are you grateful for your parents? Are you grateful for your dishes? Are you grateful for healthy food? Are you grateful for your health? Like write down what you're grateful for. Number five, intend it. Intentionally intend your fucking day. Don't ever worry about traffic. Don't ever worry about things that you don't want. Worrying is like praying for what you don't want and half the things that you think about never come true. So intentionally mend that garden within you, which is your mindset. Intend for things to happen. So the exercise was to set a positive intention at least three times today, okay? So instead of picturing traffic, you're rushing out the door, you're like, fuck, I'm gonna be late for work. Stop, picture no cars in sight. Intend to have no traffic. Number two, instead of on your way to work, now you have no traffic. You're like, all right, this is sweet. I'm drinking my coffee. There's no traffic, but work is going to suck. Work is going to be boring. Stop right there. Set an intention. Say, today is going to be amazing. Today is going to be exciting. Today is going to be fun. This is setting an intention. All you're doing is you're saying, instead of intending that today is going to suck, you're just saying today is going to be great. You're intentionally putting your energy into something that you want to happen. And therefore that usually happens for you. So instead of picturing your spouse mad when you get home, maybe you got home late, maybe you did hit traffic. I don't know, but you're getting home. Picture them happy. Picture them with flowers or picture them with dinner made. Picture them being so excited to see you and watch your life change. So intended. Um, again, great book. I just read the magic of thinking big, love this book. It was all about just like one of those success books. Honestly, it was like, I'm pretty sure it was like on a reading list. 
Actually, no, that's not true. Um, the Power of Positive Thinking, I read that book. Any book that mentions another book, I usually highlight that and then I'll read that book. So this book was mentioned in The Power of Positive Thinking, which I'm also going to do a review on my YouTube. So guys, check out my YouTube. It's going to be super informational. I really, as much as I love the pep talks over there, I definitely want to do some book reviews just because I think I've read some amazing books that have truly helped my mindset and helped me become positive and prosperous and living my blessed life and feeling happy every day, like genuinely for my soul. So it's, and by the way, it's just, it doesn't mean that bad things don't happen. It doesn't mean that your life is perfect in every single glamorous way. All it means is that you've trained yourself to see beyond what most people see on the day to day. So guys, read, read, read. So important. Infuse your mind with positivity. You know, you are what you consume, not just physically, but spiritually and mentally. So pay attention to that. And um, yeah, hopefully you liked this podcast. Let me know what you think. Hit me up, chelseaswiftblog.com. Don't forget my second book just came out, my daily positive gratitude journal. It's amazing. I'm getting great feedback already. People are already telling me that they're seeing a shift in their mindset. Again, you can order it on Amazon, amazon.com. And of course I have apparel, healing crystals, all the different things on my website, chelseaswiftblog.com slash shop. And I will see you guys on the next podcast. And that's a wrap for Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. Guys, if you love this podcast, please click the support link in the bio. It's typically listed at the top of the description of my podcast. And that's how you support this podcast by being a monthly subscriber. It really helps me put out the show, put out the best content that I possibly can. And of course, that means more podcasts. The more people that support the show, the more episodes that I'm able to produce. And yeah, I would love it if you would click the link, support, share, like, if you think a friend would benefit from this podcast, share it with them, email the link, text the link, sharing is caring. So again, number of ways to support. You can click the link in the bio of the actual podcast. You can contribute for $4.99 a month and you can also share with your friends and get more listeners on here. Another thing is I also have YouTube, that is Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. And I also have new books on amazon.com. So go to amazon.com, search my name, Chelsea Swift. You can search my books. I have a little author's page, it's pretty cool. And of course, if you wanna write in to the weekly, you can go to chelseaswiftblog.com right into the weekly, you can be anonymous, any advice you need, I am here for you. I always respond. And of course, hit me up on my Instagram if that's easier. You can DM me, chelsea.swift or chelsea swift is your spirit animal. And guys, I hope you love the show. I'll see you next time.